Hey guys, it's Mai here. Welcome back to another episode, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. If you're listening to this episode when it first airs, it's April and we're doing a series on the podcast that's all about money. And so I have some awesome guest interviews coming up that are all about ways to have more passive income as a service provider and money mindset. But today is going to be a solo episode. I'm going to tell you about two of my top finance books that I like to recommend when it comes to managing money in your business and life. I really love both of these books and have learned so much from them, so I'm super excited to chat about this. And one thing that's kind of comical that I have to confess is that my mom actually listened to podcasts way before I did, way before I knew that having an online business was such a thing or that podcasts were like th- that whole world out there. Uh, and so when I would come home from college, she would try to get me to listen to her finance podcasts and talk about passive income, and I thought it was boring. So sorry, Mom. And she probably wants to say I told you so now, but now that I've started running my own business and adulting post-college, I've realized how important it is to have a handle on your financial situation and know how to manage your money. And I also want to mention here that being educated and developing the skills is so important, but don't forget about the mindset part too, because that affects how we handle our money as well. And we'll talk more about that in a guest interview later this month, like I mentioned, or if you're listening to this in the future, about two episodes from now, um, you'll see that Money Mindset episode. But again, today we're talking about two books that I love that have to do with finance. The first one is Profit First, and the second one is Get Good With Money. One last thing to mention, disclaimer, I'm not a financial expert in any way. These are just some resources that I found helpful, so definitely consult a financial expert if you have questions about what's best for your specific situation. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Hey y'all, I'm Maya Palmer, a brand and website designer who empowers nonprofits and small businesses to meet their growth goals, and your host for the Life Beyond Business podcast. My own questions about genuine community and leadership in the entrepreneur space inspired me to create this podcast so that we can learn together. In our online business world, it's so easy to let comparison, competition, and the daily hustle keep us from truly getting to know each other as real people outside of entrepreneurship. So I'm sharing my experiences and sitting down with leaders I admire to chat about what they're learning in life and how those lessons have impacted their businesses. Here, you'll learn about life and business from a fresh, relatable perspective that typical how-to content doesn't offer. Let's explore how you can lead an intentional life, grow your business, and make a positive impact while you're at it. From lighthearted conversations to opening up about our struggles, each episode honors our unique life experiences. Ready to be inspired? Come join the conversation. I saved you a seat. Okay, so the first book that I want to mention is one that you might have heard of before. It's one of those business books that a lot of people like to recommend. And that's Profit First by Mike Michaelowitz. And I hope that I'm saying his name right. I'm terrible at pronouncing names, honestly. I remember back in high school when I took a journalism class, one of the first things we learned is that it's so important to know someone's name 
uh, be able to spell their name correctly in an article, be able to say their name correctly if you're interviewing them or giving a story about them. And that kind of always stuck with me in my mind. But yeah, I'm pretty bad at pronouncing names. But anyways, that's a side tangent. Let's talk about the book. In Profit First, Mike teaches business owners his system for managing money in a way that allows you to see how your money is allocated more clearly and make sure that you're actually saving some profits. And he talks all about how, you know, a lot of businesses out there, you know, if you don't have a plan in place, you might be spending, 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 and you overspend, or, you know, you're making plenty of income to pay off your expenses, but maybe you don't know how much you're saving and you don't have a plan in place for that. And so you're not actually hitting your goals because you're not clearly having a handle on where things are going. And so in his system, he divides money into categories. Um, There's income, operating expenses, owner's compensation, profit, and taxes. So obviously income is the revenue that you're bringing in. Operating expenses are the bills that you're paying to run your business or really anything you have to spend money on. Owner's compensation is how much you're paying yourself, the business owner. Profit are the savings that you're setting aside. And then, of course, putting aside money so that when tax time comes, uh, if you're going to owe anything, you have that money saved up. And so for each of these categories, he has a percentage attached to them. And the percentage for each is based on, they're like general numbers based on the annual revenue that your business makes. So I think the first category is something like if you make between zero and $100,000 in your business, these are the percentages that he recommends. And so of course it could vary from business to business. I know as a designer, graphic designer, you know, have an online business, I have pretty low overhead in my business. You know, I work from home, so I don't need to pay rent for a building. Right now, I'm a solopreneur, so I don't have a team to pay. So it's been easy for me to follow his recommended percentages, but you can kind of take those with a grain of salt and then figure out how to apply them best to your business. I won't give away too much because it'll make more sense if you read the book, so I don't want to make the mistake of explaining it wrong and also I'm sure Mike wants you to read the book to get everything but what I love about this book is that the system was really easy to follow it probably took me just a few days to get everything set up other than opening some bank accounts because you know that can take some time because he does recommend that you have different bank accounts for your different buckets but I've also talked to other business owners who don't have the separate bank accounts, but just follow the percentages and m- make sure they're allocating things well. Also, there's plenty of examples in the book to help you understand how it works. So I started using it probably about a year or so ago, so I was still fairly new in business, and it was easy for me to apply. Uh, also, like that if you're starting from a place where you're not making any profits at all or not able to meet your target percentages that are recommended for your business he walks you through how you can work your way toward your goals and slowly adjust your percentages for allocation over time until you're meeting those targets that you want to 
Now let's talk about some of the results that I've gotten from using this system. I love, love, love to recommend it. And especially as a new business owner have found it helpful. And it's because of how much easier it's made things for me. I create a spreadsheet with my target percentages for each bucket or category. So like income, owner's compensation, expenses, tax, and profit. And so every two weeks, all I have to do is plug my revenue number for how much I've made in that two weeks into the spreadsheet. And I can see how much money should be allocated to what. And this usually takes me about 15 minutes or less to do. I've gotten into a rhythm with it. So that's been awesome. And in the book, he recommends like going through this process every two weeks. I think he recommends like the 10th and the 25th of the month or something like that. So that's why I do it twice a month. And it's about every two weeks. Another win that I've had because of this is that I don't struggle with knowing how much to pay myself and when to pay myself. I know, especially as a brand new business owner, I had no idea how much I was supposed to pay myself when it was okay for me to pay myself. Um, and so just having a clearer picture of like, okay, I know how much I make on average every month. Of course, it fluctuates when you own a business, but I know on average. And so based on that, this is my target number for now that I want to pay myself. And so every two weeks, I am taking a percentage of my income, and then that goes into my owner's compensation bucket. And when it's time to pay myself, I can then transfer out of there. And so then I know I get paid about this much, and I get paid that every two weeks. So that's been really helpful for me and something to mention here also like with your income your revenue fluctuating over time if I have a really good month when I am allocating my different percentages of that revenue to different buckets it might be way more than what I pay myself and what I'll do is I know what my base number is for how much to pay myself and so I'll pay myself that amount and leave the extra in that bucket for owner's compensation. And then if I have a slower month in business, I have kind of that cushion of setting aside some money during the better months for paying myself that's still in there. So that's been really helpful. I hope that makes sense. But basically, like if 50% of your revenue for the month goes into owner's compensation, but let's say you brought in maybe double what you're used to, and so you don't need to pay yourself everything that's in there. What I would do is I just take what I need to pay myself out and leave the extra in there. But I know that that's set aside for owner's compensation or same thing for expenses or profit. I basically, if I ever go over my numbers because I have more income, I leave the extra money in there. You know, during the better months, I'm able to save the extra for the slower months and things like that. And this goes along with that. It's made it easier for me to stay on budget with my expenses and not overspend because I know how much I usually bring in on average and that I should only be spending a percentage of that. So I can kind of have a number in my head of, okay, like I have a business credit card, but I treat it like a debit card to pay it off every month and so I can see like how much I've spent on my credit card and I like I know okay I was only supposed to spend about this 
much and like maybe for the most part most of my bills are recurring and so there's not much extra stuff that comes up but when it does or let's say I would decide I want to invest in a course or something I'm like okay I've spent this much and I'm getting pretty close to my limit for the two weeks or for the month so I'm not going to spend anything else for now but it's just made it easier to know where I am in terms of spending and income. And just like with knowing how much I'm paying myself and spending, it's made it easier to be more intentional about setting aside business savings. And that's kind of a big point in the book. He talks about how a lot of business owners aren't setting aside profit because we're used to waiting until later oftentimes. So like we're paying ourselves, paying a team, if you have a team, paying all your other expenses. And then just waiting to see if we have anything left in profit. But this makes it more intentional that profit is one of your key buckets. So you're always setting aside something, even though if it's just a little bit all along. I think he even says when you're first starting, even if you're just setting aside 1% of profit and it's not much, you're starting with something and just getting into the habit of saying, okay, I need to pay my bills. I need to pay myself. I need to set aside money for taxes, and I need to make sure I'm saving some profit, too. All right. The second book that I wanted to talk about is Get Good With Money by Tiffany Alice, a.k.a. The Budget Nista. And in this book, Tiffany walks you through 10 steps to becoming financially whole, and she is really helping you learn the key skills to create a budget you can stick to, pay off your debt, save for retirement, investing, and more. And what I love about this book is that it's really easy to follow and entertaining to read. She's taken what some people might consider boring and made it fun to kind of do all of this work. And she has a lot of entertaining stories to share along the way about kind of experiences that she has had that hasn't gone so well, but also super amazing wins that she's had to show you that you can start from anywhere and this is possible for you. The book really makes building a strong foundation for your finances attainable no matter where you're starting and that's something I love as well. Um, Tiffany emphasizes what she calls financial wholeness and I have a quote from the book about this. She says that financial wholeness means that the 10 fundamental areas of your financial life are in working order and that you have a realistic picture of where you are on the path to reaching your wildest dreams. You can achieve this state regardless of your current income, savings, debt, or credit score. And so that quote was from the introduction and it's on page 11 if you have the hardcover version. I'm not sure what page it is in the ebook. And so I just really loved her approach to that, that this book isn't about being rich necessarily and you don't have to make a lot of money to follow what she's teaching it's just about learning how to manage what you do have well and I know with profit first I had a lot of results to share from what I've gotten through following the system I'm actually not finished reading Tiffany's book and implementing the steps yet so I don't have results to share but I've just loved what I've learned from it so far Uh, The steps in this book really touch on several aspects of your finances, and they take more time to implement than the profit-first system. So I'm still working through it, 
But from what I've learned so far, I just love Tiffany's approach to helping you build a strong foundation. And as someone who was fresh out of college and like didn't even know where to start when it came to, you know, figuring out how I was going to have a plan to pay off my student loans or save for retirement or even just have a budget with what my income currently was. It's been so helpful. I really love how she's breaking down those core skills. And so I'm super excited to continue to dive into that book. So that's all I have to share for this episode. I'll put the links to the books that I mentioned in the show notes so that you can check them out for yourself. And just a tip here in case you're curious, I usually like to read my books as ebooks on my iPad. With Profit First, I did buy the ebook, and I mainly only needed to read the chapters that show you how to set up the system. A lot of the book is just stories and examples of other business owners, so I mainly focused on the actual chapters about the system. But even though I usually read ebooks, I did buy the hardcover version of Get Good With Money so that I could highlight and mark inside of it. So I don't know if that's helpful to you, but um, both books are pretty affordable and I'll link to where you can get them as ebooks or hardcover paperback on Amazon. Again, you can just check the show notes for that. One last thing, if you love the show, I'd love it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or maybe take a screenshot and share this episode in your Instagram stories. This helps the show reach more listeners like you who might enjoy it and learn from it. And thank you as always for being here. I'm so grateful that I get to do this. All right, I'll talk with you again soon. Wow, that was good stuff, right? To keep the inspiration coming, hit play on another episode. For show notes and links mentioned, head to myapalmerdesigns.com slash podcast. Thanks for being here.